a lot of these. The, yeah. Yeah, everybody. Happy Friday, everybody. We Are here? we excited to be here? Are we all excited to be here? Yeah, I'm pretty excited, bro. Oh, pretty excited? Pretty Over pretty the moon. Excited. Over the moon. I like it. Hey, guys. Well, you are tuning in to This Pink Cloud. It is season two, episode 29. 29. It seems like only last week when it was episode 28. Yeah. I guess it was. What a what a time to be alive <laughs> a week it really, ago. It really was. It really was. Actually, for you, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get it. We're going to get into that uh, real quick. Uh, I am DJ Kelly Reverb. With me today, we have Dylan Kingston Sup, from dudes. from Skate Straight and E Dub Skate Co. So we'll get that shout out there. Yeah, plug it in. Yeah, and then we have Mister Fire himself. Jeffrey Rigdon. And uh, Jeff and I know each other from way back in the day. He actually knew me as Kelly Reverb. Uh-oh. Yeah, so it was like it was like I didn't even have to do that soft intro where I was like, yeah, you know, I used to DJ kind of thing. He was like, oh, my God, dude. Dude. That's, I, Ke- that's I Kelly did. Reverb. And now I'm in the fucking studio with <laughs> Kelly Reverb. I mean, I always thought that I would be in a studio with you, dude, for real. Right. But I just... Didn't know it would be like this kind we of thought we'd yeah, make I mean, him, making yeah. beats or something yeah. like that. But I actually met you at uh, Number One Offender, or yeah. that's when our paths first crossed where I was aware of it. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was before I was just a fanboy in the crowd watching you play, man. Right. You know, and then whenever you said that you were a DJ, I'm like, what's your name? And you were like, Kelly Rear. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, dude, y'all know who this fucking guy is? And everybody's like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. This is fucking Kelly Reeve. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. My cousin, Hunter Vaughn, yeah. I talked to him, and he was like, dude, how the hell do you know Kelly? And I was like, uh, I don't know. We, we go to the same Skate Street meetings, <laughs> right? and I've been on his podcast, and he's like, what the fuck, man? Because you know, he's been a DJ in Dallas forever, too. Yeah. And oh, so. yeah. The name Shout sounds, Hunter. Sound, it sounds yeah. familiar. I don't know who he is. Hunter Vaughn. Yeah. Hunter X Hunter. Uh, and that was it. Or something like that. Did you know who Kelly Reverb was? No, no. no he had no idea. He was just attracted to me just because I'm uh, the good person that I am. Yeah, yeah. You're a really you know? good person, bro. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. Hold on, let me let me get a tissue. Mm. Uh, hey, so anyway, real quick, I want to get the uh, sponsors out of the way. It it would be summersky.us right above my head. Uh, summersky.us eight 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 five seven eight eight five seven. It's a place where I went to rehab. Uh, it is the gateway to addiction recovery, is what they're called. But uh, they're out in Stephenville, Texas. They rule and they sponsor the show, so I love it. Uh, also, guys, uh, create the street buzz uh, for the uh, shirts. Love the shirts. Uh, we got them uh, pulled up here. Uh, yeah, Boom. we've got the standard pink cloud. We've got the uh, chair, the I went to rehab, and all I got was my life back. And then the rainbow one, which everybody loves. And uh, Kurt from Skate Street uh, designed all those. If you go to djkellyreverb.com and then forward slash shop, uh, you can find those shirts. Yes. And uh, if you like the show and want to support, please do so. Uh, also, we are on um, YouTube. So if you're ever, if you can't catch us live on the Facebook channel, uh, we're on YouTube. So if you just go to thispinkcloud.com, uh, it'll, uh, what, hey, what's going on, dude? What are you doing? Yeah, is it all good? Technical stuff. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so if you go to thispinkcloud.com, it'll take you to the YouTube channel. And there is actually a link to buy shirts and all that stuff if you're on a desktop if you're on a phone like everybody else is, then it's a little trickier. But excuse me, I'm sorry, I have to it. interrupt. Yes. Kelly, what is a desktop? <laughs> it is this right <laughs> here. It's this laptop. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know Kids, what I'm man. saying. Hey, so but uh, I guess I mean it's been a couple weeks, two, three weeks since you've been on. Three weeks. Yeah, it's been. I think well, maybe a month. Um, 
Yeah. Well, uh, so and last time you were you were at like the the uh, uh, for the day counting society out there. Uh, uh, you yeah. were you were at uh, eighteen months, right? Yeah. And and uh, we had a little uh, little slip up. Would we call Holy it Christ. or would we call it like a, a relapse or what do you want to? Uh, um. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man, like cut and dry, like I'm an addict, like I use, you know, uh, every day you wake up and you hear the birds tweeting, like it's abnormal for someone like me that uses like I do to stay clean for 18 months. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's the abnormal thing. And so, um, there were some circumstances in my life, right. That I don't think that I was, uh, fully prepared to happen. Um, and so, yeah, man, um, before I knew it, um, uh, I, I decided to use on a Sunday, um, I made that decision and it it carried over into the week, um, all coming to a head on Friday. Um, I uh, took a substance, um, not my drug of choice, but something similar. And the next thing I knew, I'm waking up in an ambulance telling them they're telling me I had to be Narcan. Wow. Um, And so that's what my addiction looks like, right? Like some people that their addiction doesn't look like that. It doesn't take them out like that, like real quick. They can go for long runs, whatever they can go and enjoy it or whatever. They can successfully use for a while. Yeah. And mine, uh, in less than a week, I almost died. Right. Like literally, like they said, when they found me, I was purple. I wasn't breathing. They had to Narcan me. I had to go to the hospital, all of those things. Right. And like, of course, like I have some guilt and some shame and some like remorse and like all of the, like all of the emotions are flooding through. But like the main thing is, is like it happened. It's what addicts do. Um, and I've, and I've reconnected, man. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to an IOP class. Somebody also okay. said, like, maybe, like, reestablishes the word, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I would call, see, but <clears throat> the only reason I don't like saying reestablish is because, I mean, obviously, yes, I have a new clean date. Mm-hmm. But just because I got high doesn't mean that it negates the two years or almost two years yeah. of, like, good shit that I was doing, right? Right. Like, Man, I'm a fucking drug addict. Right. I'm talking like shooting dope with toilet water, like piece of shit human being. And for 18 months, I held it together to where I have a savings account, an apartment, a fiance, a great job, insurance. Like that's abnormal, sure. right? Like you, like, and so the fact that like I used for a week, right. you know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is, man. Yeah. That's what I do. I agree. Like it's ingrained in my brain to where any sort of trauma or emotional overwhelmingness or anything like that, like, that's what I do. That's what I right. know to and, do. Right. And that's what I, I, I want to point out is that, it, you know, it's just like you, you're not, once you get sober, you're not just sober, dude. It's, it's work. Yeah. And you have, you know, it works if you work it, you know, that kind of thing. But it's true, you know, and if you happen to come across, like, certain things that happen in your life, that are, you know, maybe, you know, tough to deal with. Hey, <laughs> emergency break glass, you know, I, go to yeah. what you, go to what you, you know, you were trained or you trained yourself to do. You yeah. Know? So, and so I get it. So coming back from that, like I, I had a huge internal battle with myself. Like, do I need to go to a residential treatment? Do I need to go and do like what do I need to do right and so I did some soul searching I hate saying that but I did I did some mm. you know I did some internalization because <laughs> you're soulless yeah um, <laughs> no, I guess yeah. I, don't, I just I don't know it seems cliche but yeah. like but like I decided that like when I went to treatment man like when I went to treatment to get clean I didn't have a foundation right like I had nothing to my name except the clothes on my back I was living on grandma's couch stealing money to get drugs all that stuff like that's not the case now Mm-hmm. I, I know what I need to do. Right. I know what it takes to stay clean and sober, but like I had to make a heavy recommitment. Right. And like, that's what it's about, man. Like sometimes you get distracted. It doesn't always end in a relapse, but you get disconnected from your recovery. Right. Mm-hmm. But just because I used a little bit doesn't mean that I exited recovery. Right. I'm still in reco- I'm still recovering and I'm going to be recovering for the rest of my life. Sure. Right. Um, Somebody kind of told me the other day, like, uh, the reason why relapse has such a stigma on it because it's drugs and alcohol. Um, 
diabetics relapse all the time. There's a hundred percent relapse rate with diabetics that no one sticks to their diet, right? But you don't hear people shaming them and there's not a stigma involved with it. So I'm here to promote the fact that like people have to understand that as addicts we use and it's a miracle when we don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, like I said before the show, as long as you never quit quitting, right. Then you're on the right path, man. And so what I'm doing now is I'm hitting a meeting every day, whether it be a skate straight meeting or an NA meeting. Um, I'm going to an IOP class. I got a therapist, you know, I'm working on some mindfulness techniques so that I can recognize when my brain goes into that, like, uh, that autopilot mode, right? That we've ingrained in ourselves for years to where any emotions we feel good, bad, and different we use. I'm trying to catch that before it happens and kind of like walk myself off that edge. So I'm doing these things. I'm uh, plug like I'm getting the Vivitrol shot. So sure. what the Vivitrol shot is, is it's uh, kind of like a MAP program, but it doesn't have the buprenorphine in it. It's just naltrexone and you get a shot and for 30 days, it shuts off your receptors. It cuts your cravings, things like that. I'm doing those things to give myself some distance from it so that I can get my feeding my footing again and and keep on keeping on you know what i'm right. saying because whether or not my actions show it i don't want to die yeah right no <laughs> you know I, yeah I'm? i mean i get it and i think this is very courageous that you're openly sharing it because i think it takes a lot of uh cojones yeah you know to to get up here and say hey man i effed up and you know and and you know that whole honesty thing is is paramount in recovery because you could have probably you know a lot of people wouldn't have known uh, but oh. you know yeah i mean i think this is a powerful message that you're bringing today because it's it's like a, you know it's never you're never cured ever you know ever you know, the, there's a lot of people that do that that just yeah. you know they relapse and they don't say shit and they keep yeah. going and to they meetings keep going to meetings and showing up you right. know, and and you can tell man but they never come out and just straight admit it they're saying you know my clean date's still last year what dude not, look you know, check the, check this out so i <clears throat> like i said i used for like a week and right. like I, this job that i have my job now i have never missed a day i'm I, i've been er, and this is i'm not trying to brag on myself i'm just putting it in perspective of like when i'm in recovery and doing the right thing this is how i behave and i've never missed a day i work 30 plus hours of overtime every week i'm there 30 minutes early i'm there 30 minutes late you know what i'm saying and in that small week of time that i was using i missed two days of work and was late every single day Right. And everybody at my work knew. Uh, right. Every single person. I sure. am not the type of person that when I start using, I can hide it. Right. Right. There's a look. The instant I take any sort of chemical substance, whatever, there is the look that comes upon my face that's like, you can walk into a room and it's like, you can look at me and be like, that dude's fucked off. Right. You know, <laughs> as much as I'd like to believe right. that no one knew at my job. Right. Coming back this last week, pre previous to this week, everyone was like, bro, are you okay? Like, yeah, what were you going like through last week? About, well, uh, speaking of that, well, you we might as well <laughs> bring a little levity to the show. Hey, Brett, you got that picture? That's, that what, I was, that's what I was thinking. That, 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 oh, God. That I used, like, uh, you can tell in this uh, picture. I use this on the advert. <laughs> but there is yes. a there is a fucked off Dylan, right? Yes. <laughs> is that like 17? In the wild. In uh, the wild. Crikey, here. there's a it's fucked off you. Dylan. Uh, <laughs> yes. Be careful. Don't get too close. He'll search your pockets. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, man. Um, that was like 17, right? Yeah, a little backstory on that. That was like my... Uh, like my club days, I guess you yeah. could say. I could have probably ran into you back then. Sure. Um, but uh, I think, well, I know this is around the time my parents had just divorced. Uh, my mom was uh, living with a boyfriend in Indianapolis. My little brother had moved in with my dad, and I had a house all to myself. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so this picture was taken yes. probably more towards the beginning of the week of a week-long Thanksgiving party. Mm -hmm. um, we had Thanksgiving break at school, and this was taken probably closer to the beginning of the week because uh, I looked a lot worse than that at the end of the week. Um, right. You look like you're uh, really processing some stuff, dude. And <laughs> um, doing some I'm probably <laughs> trying to just make sure that uh, I don't uh, uh, die and I yeah. just keep my cool. Right. I got gotcha. What are you grabbing for right there, bud? Um, the stars. Uh, uh, probably. Or somebody had a beer. A beer or a bag of something, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or there might, I mean, who knows, yeah. uh, honestly, but yeah, that was, that was early on in my addiction. Yeah. Um, 
And so sorry, I had to put you on blast. It's okay. Here, but, you know. um, it's it's all good. Yeah. yeah. And but so, it's reality. You know, it's it where it, you know it's it's part of your uh, your history and where you can learn from and uh, you know move forward. And honestly, if we're being yeah. honest, I'm yeah. glad that that's the picture you found because there's a lot worse ones. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> there, a lot. Worse. I mean, yeah. There's some. Well, yeah. I had to do it because I was like, oh, that's a perfect spot for the this pink cloud logo. So. Yeah. Dude, when you told me that you were going to find a picture of me, I, I was, was like, oh, shit. I was, trying no. to, I was trying to find something embarrassing, but I, there was like, it was such a stud muffin picture yeah. of you well, that dude, I just this... went with it. But, hey, real quick, I wanted to also say that you dudes um, are both Oxford alumni, Oxford House alumni, cool. which if people out there don't know what that is, that's a sober living house uh, that uh, it's self-run, self-governed, right? Um, so let's talk about that and maybe, you know, somebody out there that can't do it on them, you know, by themselves, um, you know, and is not quite cutting it, um, you know, maybe talk about a little Oxford right. house experience. Uh, so this is part of my story. It's a big part of my story. Well, uh, um, do you want to start no, your story or cause I don't want to just jump in in the middle. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah. Why don't we, okay. Jeff Rigdon. I hear you. I hear you have a story. I have a story for you. <laughs> and go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I was raised in uh, East Dallas. Um, had a pretty good childhood. What was your address? So, no, uh, I had a pretty good family, dude, growing up. I was the only child. Um, uh, my mom and dad, uh, they were pretty sweet to me. I was the only child, you know me. So sure. I was pretty much taken care of, dude, you know. Uh, they got divorced when I was six, you know, and I just remember them fighting all the time. I don't really, uh, I don't really, all I remember is fighting okay. with, between them, but I got everything I needed. You know, uh, my dad ended up moving away, mm -hmm. um, and I would see him periodically, but not that much. Um, so my mom pretty much raised me, you know, uh, by herself. She did, she was the Boy Scout leader. She was a soccer coach. She was there. She was like my best friend, dude. She was my rock. Right. Um, <clears throat> I was, I went to private schools too, so, um. I was pretty, like, you know, uh, sheltered. Sure. You know, I didn't really – I was a naive kid, too. I didn't really know about drugs. I remember the dare. I remember all that stuff. Uh, yeah, but you, like, were, you were, uh, yeah. were kind of in my era, yeah. like the Nancy Reagan. I, I remember uh, yeah. wearing – Just say no. Just say I no, remember yeah. wearing the red ribbon for, like, a whole week straight in school and stuff. But I wasn't – I didn't really know what it was about, you know. Sure. Um, so uh, in seventh grade, I got kicked out of the private school that I went to, St. Bernard's of Clairvaux, right? Okay. Um, shout out. Shout out. Yeah, that's a <laughs> right. shout out, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got kicked out of there. Still mad at you. Right. Yeah, they, they, they hate me. Um, not allowed on their property. Um, but uh, so then I started going to public school into Gaston, and uh, that was when I was first introduced to, like, any kind of we introduced. I said introduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So introduced. Introduced. Yeah. Little play on words yeah, there. Right. Right. A little Freudian, right? like little, little, right. little Freudian yeah. slip. Yeah. Um, well, I went there, and uh, that was where I first found out about weed and uh, any kind of drugs. And I was, I, I was still like, I just keep, the cool kids were doing it, so you know, I'll go ahead and try it. You know, and I remember we went on the railroad tracks behind the school, and these dudes had like a joint rolled up. It was all like loose as fuck. You know what I mean? And, uh, I smoked it with them, and they were like, inhale it. And I thought that I was inhaling it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm, I am inhaling it. Yo. Yeah. I didn't know that you had to like that. Yeah. And then I did that. And uh, that led to a, uh, it, you know. It uh, made me feel funny. It did, <laughs> it did make me feel funny. Yeah. You're right. Um, and I didn't have, like, like too good experience with it at first. You sure. know, like, I, like, totally freaked well, you're out. Well, how old you, were you? I was, like, 13. Yeah. yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff going on when you're 13, yeah. and then to add that on top of it, dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have good experiences my first time with a lot of drugs, like, like acid and stuff like mm -hmm. that. That was the next step for me was acid. Right. Um, Diving yeah, right in. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. no, it was. Uh, but I didn't do that until I was a freshman in high school. Went to Brian Adams. Uh, I had a really bad experience. Like, my friends had to bring me home. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and told my mom that I was, mm -hmm. you know, tripping on acid and shit. Right. And I remember I was laying there in bed and, like, uh, I thought that, like, I had, like, my punishment for taking acid was that I had to, like, live my whole life over again. Right. And okay. so I'm laying in bed and my mom's like, like yeah. that, you know, and I thought I was a fucking baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a fucking baby. Right. It was the worst shit ever, dude. I couldn't right. move. I'm just like, I got good or whatever. Right. Um, it was the worst shit ever. And, you know. The crazy part about it was that, like, I still went and did more of it, even though I just had this worst right, fucking experience yeah, in my fucking life. Sure. You know, uh, and I still went and did more, you know. Um, and that's when I got into, like, you know, 
the whole rave scene and the DJ Kelly reverb on the big flyers going to those things. And, right. You know, uh, the first time I ever saw you was at a foam party. Yeah. You know, and you don't remember it probably. Yeah, afterlife because, or yeah, what? No, yeah. it was before the afterlife days. Right. It was at a place called SOA. Right. You know, it was like it was SOA yeah. for Sheets of Acid, right? Well, so so they say. Well, yeah. that's what I thought right. it was. My yeah. whole life, that's what I thought it was. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I was just That was a club, yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> now it's called Sand Dog. It's like right there off yeah. the exposition. Oh, okay. Uh but like I was totally intrigued, dude. There's nothing but like, you know, girls walking around with, you know, you know, white white shirts on and right. foam all over them and shit. You know, right? Yeah, it was super awesome. And uh, you know, I I pretty much idolized all the DJs, dude. Mm. I really did, like you in particular, mm. and like Squirt. I don't know if you know Squirt. I I do remember him, which he is uh, uh, since he passed. passed. Yeah, yeah, passed. yeah, yeah, yeah. From an overdose. Yeah. Oh, I know, I yeah. know Squirt. Uh, yeah. Chris Aaron. Crosley. Yeah, his yeah. he's really good friends. I, n- I actually know who that is. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I idolized those guys, man. Listen to y'all's mixtapes, dude, over and over and over again. And uh, that's whenever, like, my decline in school started happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I started just not going to fucking school anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And I ended up dropping out. Um, I got my GED, though, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're legit. I'm yeah. Le- yeah, no, I'm legit. Yeah, I know stuff. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to public school. I fucking know stuff. Yeah, I do. Right. I do. Same. <laughs> yeah, good, good shit, good shit. Another hand, yeah. fist bump. Um so yeah, from there, uh, you know, um, where were we at again? Yeah, you were, you were, you had, <laughs> you had gotten your GED. Yeah, I got my GED. You were, right. uh, yeah, you had uh, been going to raves and. Yeah. All right. So yeah, so I had started dabbling in. Uh, it was called Crank back then, right? Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine brought some over, and I remember like the first now time I did Crank it. Now is Crank like Crystal Method, it's like, what yeah, we it's, know? Yeah, it was like the bathtub shit back in the 90s, okay. you know? Uh, right. I started doing that, and like I remember the first time I did it, I thought that I had smoked crack. I didn't know like the difference between Crank and Crack, you know what I mean? I I'm still, still don't. Like, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> When I was baking Soda Kelly. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Yeah. He knows shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure. So, you know... Uh, Started doing that, uh, you know, I quit, uh, and I ended up getting the opportunity to go to school out in Florida, and uh, I went to Full Sail. It's uh, yeah. Oh, sick. I know Full Sail. Uh, back yeah. then, it was called Full Sail Real World Education. Right? Okay. I went out there and uh, went to school for audio engineering, uh, 2002, uh, and ba- at, at that point, I was, I just turned 21. Yeah, and there's no scene going on out in Florida. No, none at all. No, <laughs> yeah, none at all, like, bro. And yeah. a funny story, dude, I met this guy named Ryan Phillips, uh-huh. right? And I had one of your records, dude. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, you know fucking Kelly Reverb, dude? You're from Dallas. <laughs> I saw him at a foam party, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he had an aura around him, dude. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. But no, he like totally freaked out about you, man. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, you know, I that's when I started drinking because I turned 21, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, I wasn't doing any other. Hold any on, you let 21 dictate. The well, time dude, you, you know, I could, I could, yeah. fuck, I could, well, I could fucking buy it. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. I could it was sure. it was easily accessible. Easy, right, right. You know, no, I had drank before yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. know, but yeah. Um, now it was an everyday occurrence because all you had to do was walk to the gas station. Yeah, right. I mean, I lived right across the street from one too. So there you go. Perfect. It's you funny know. how they make alcohol so convenient. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At convenience stores. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, from there, uh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't doing any other like hard drugs at that point. I quit doing like everything when I went to school. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get my life straight. I'm just going to drink and I'm just going to smoke weed. Right. Take a Xanax bar every once in a while, you know. Uh, right. I Be ended normal. Up, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I ended up missing like two months of school uh, for MIDI. That was a MIDI class, musical instrument, digital interface. I missed two months. I had to retake those classes, so they charged me for those classes, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't get my degree when I finished. Okay. They charged me all this money. And then, dude, I thought that uh, I ended up leaving school uh, at the end. I left from Florida. I went to Canada and stayed in Canada for about six months in Montreal. Cool. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Not yeah. So you go from, like, Orlando, right? Yeah. You were in Orlando yeah. at Full sale, and then you just go, okay, I'm going to Canada. Well, dude, I got an opportunity to uh, go on tour. With okay. this guy, and really, it wasn't a tour. We were just playing, like, open mic shows and shit, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, and this is before, like, you know, MySpace and Facebook and all that stuff. Right. Man. So, uh, you know, there was no, like, promotion. We were selling CDs on the side of the corner, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still had, a cool experience, no, though, it probably. Was, it, was, yeah. it was real cool. Right. Uh, we stayed in uh, St. George de Beauce, uh for, like, three months, and then we went to Montreal for about three months. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty dope. All right. Uh, and then at the end of the tour, 
I uh, ended up coming back home. Uh, I just wasn't feeling it. And I wish I would have stayed because they ended up going to Japan afterwards. Right. You know, but I, I wanted to come home. Okay. Uh, I came home, and uh, that was probably the worst mistake I ever fucking made. Okay. You know, uh, that's whenever I started doing uh, meth. Okay. I started off with meth, uh, you know, and um, ruined a, a couple girls' lives. Yeah. You know, doing that. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, uh, I, you know, I started, you know, Dabbling in a little crime, breaking into houses and breaking into cars and shit, mm-hmm. you know, just to feed. I was never like a criminal mastermind. I was a fucking dumb fuck that well, was just doing I, shit. I, you um, know, in your defense, most, <laughs> you know, most, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are really smart ones out there, but most of them are like, <laughs> uh, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to go to Target. Uh, I'm going to get a basket and I'm going to steal a bunch of DVDs and just roll out the door and you be there waiting for me. You know, <laughs> well, it's like that kind of stuff. So it's not like, you yeah, know, no, I, I think it's, not it's a difficult lot of thinking, to be a criminal yeah. mastermind when it's drug fueled. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. For, you know? sure, yep. for sure. Like your head is yeah. in one one direction and right. you're just everything else is side side sounds right you yeah, see I all would. the you see all that change in that fountain dude i, I, I the security guard leaves at 12 o'clock i'm gonna jump in and just and start just hold the bag i'm getting it yeah i don't think george clooney was like you know doing shots of heroin in the bathroom when ocean's 11 you know what i mean yeah like, yeah so yeah. uh started doing that and then uh i got caught breaking into a house man okay you know uh a little b and e yeah uh Bacon well, my dumbass i I went back to the house in a in a stolen truck, mind you. Oh, I went okay. back to the fucking house, uh, and the cops were there. And right. They, they looked at me. They just came out, ran after me, uh, drove after me, and I fucking you know ducked out in the in like to the side of a road into an alley. I got out of the car and ran. Well, I fucking I was away, dude. I really was, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was hiding in these woods, and then fucking all I heard was there he is, and you right. know I took off running, and I. Jumped you have the dogs this, coming after yeah, you? Yeah, oh, it was dogs bad. yeah. Oh, dogs, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, I jumped into this creek. My shoes, it came off. I was running so fast right. at that point. You know, my shoes came off. I jumped into this creek, and I shattered my heel. It was a compound shatter. Okay. Uh, bones were all over the, the rocks and everything. It was okay. bad. Okay. Um, they had to, like, care flight me off because it was in the middle of a field. They couldn't even get oh, out wow. there. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that was my introduction into opiates, right? Um, okay. They had put me on the um, Dilaudid drip. Right, uh-huh. right off the bat, uh, and then they weaned me off that to morphine, mm-hmm. and then from that it was to hydrocodones, you right? Know? And uh, and then whenever that prescription ran out after the surgery and everything, uh, the logical next step was to go to heroin, right? You know, it's because it's cheaper, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, and it's readily available. You know, I yeah. don't, it's and you know, so at that point, you know, there's no doctor visits for heroin, yeah, none of that, none, right? None. <laughs> um, you know, and that was you know the beginning. Of the end for me, dude. Yeah. So okay. So when you're, so are you still, are you still doing the uh, meth? Uh, Yeah. Are you still taking the crystal meth? Yeah. uh, While while you're doing um, uh, heroin as well. Yeah. 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 So it's just a little. It's it's become a drug charcuterie. uh, (laughs) Charcuterie board. Is it charcuterie or charcuterie? Uh, Yeah. Whatever. Shark coochie. Shark coochie, yeah. It's a shark coochie board. Yeah. Um, but so basically you're taking just kind of whatever's there, but uh, your flavor of the month is heroin. Hero, yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I would, I was still like, at, I started playing shows again. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, nobody really knew that I was a heroin addict at that point. Right. Like I, I, I kept that behind closed doors. You know, nobody mm-hmm. really knew. Um, but I'm playing out at the Lizard Lounge. I'm playing out doing shows and, and. Uh, you know, I was covering it up by like just drinking a lot, you know. Um, but really, I'd go to the bathroom and do a shot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody really knew. For I didn't think they really did. Yeah, <laughs> you right, know what I mean. Right, but right, right. Um, uh, one guy, one person in particular, did know. I, I came out the bathroom and he was like, one time he's like, "Are you all right, dude?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fucking all right. What the fuck do you think, man?" Yeah, you yeah. Know, and <laughs> right. I, I ended up apologizing to him years right. later about it. But um, yeah, dude. Um, so. Rewind a little bit. So yeah. whenever I was in high school, um, my mom, like, that's when she started getting sick, dude. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, she, and your mom is your rock. Mom's my rock. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, everything yeah. for me, dude. Sure. Um, and, and that was. at this time, your dad's kind of MIA, Yeah, correct? he's MIA, yeah. From, like, the time you were six, right? Right, right. Yeah, okay. He started coming back around in my teenage sure. years, but just, like, yeah. you know, not, um, you know, in my life. He I was just you. comes yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just peripheral, stuff. yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's when she started getting sick, and so I, too, I had my own, like, area to chill at at the house because my mom would be in the hospital a lot of the time you know what uh-huh. i'm saying so sure um 
but I, I took it for I took her for granted so much, dude. Like you know, I you know it's one of my biggest regrets, dude, is taking my mom for granted, dude. For right. real. Um, well, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit more. Uh, I start, you know, I I couldn't stop doing heroin, dude, and and there was a lot of times where like I would go to Florida just to get clean, sober, dude. You know, and you know, <laughs> no, for real, I got to laugh. I go, but I mean, go in to my Florida and, to get clean. Yeah, well, I had a buddy out there that would let me <laughs> come out there and stay. Right? So now that's funny, right yeah. there. Well, I'd go stay at a friend's house, you yeah. know, and uh, he'd let me, like, catch on, I mean, just couch on his shit, you know, and, uh, and surf sleep. on his couch. Yeah, surf yeah. on his couch, you but know. you kick and, it on the couch, yeah. literally kick it. Surfcouching.com, yeah. okay. you know. Uh, uh, you know, and then I'd always find a way to come back home, and they'd want me to stay out there and chill, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and get clean, but I'd always find a way to come home uh, and get hided, and, you know, and every time, I'd, I it was what we call the great lie. That's what you were kind of talking about before. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I can do a little bit. It'll be all right. Yeah, you know, it'll be yeah. It'll Nobody be will know. Yeah, and then yeah. it just goes right back into that physical, you know, because I'm just doing a little bit at a time, and I'm just doing a little bit, and then it just turns into that physical. Instantly, yeah. mental obsession kicks in, right. and it's all I can think about 24 seven, 100 percent of the time. Right. Uh, well, dude, um, you know, so. Started getting back into the same shit that I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing all these shows, but I'm playing shows out. I'm doing, you know, a lot of stuff, like recording music, doing mm-hmm. all this stuff. But my life is is spiraling downward, dude. And sure. I am fucking deep, deep into it, dude. Um, now, is this, are you back, like, from one of your attempts to get clean in Florida? Right. And then you're back with your mom. And right. And your mom's yeah. health yeah. is failing. And my mom's health is, is, is yeah, sure. going down, dude. Sure. And I'm, dude, I mean, there was points where she, she had, like, liquid hydrocodone. Mm. And I would, yeah, dude. And, like, and she needed it, man. And there was there was times where I would just but go in there. But you would borrow a little bit? Yeah, I'd yeah. borrow the whole bottle, dude. Oh, jeez. I'd, I'd go in there, I'd pour some into a bottle, and then I'd, there'd be, like, this much left, and I'd fucking go fill it up with water, bro. You know right? what I mean? And uh, she'd need it, and yeah. then she'd drink it, and then she would still That's be... That's pretty hardcore, yeah, man. No, yeah, no, it was, it was shitty, I mean, man. and not to... <laughs> well, no, no, it, not was, to, it was it was. Not shitty. to point out what a f- piece of shit dude, you I'm, are, but... Dude, yeah, no. That is pretty fucking hard. No, that, absolutely. Yeah. That's where it takes you, man. Yeah. I, stole, I stole medicine from my grandmother all the time. She yeah. got hydrocodones for her backs and for her back and for her eyes and for all this shit, and right. I would go and, like, I've... Like you've done and put water in it. I've gone to the grocery store and found something that looks so identical to a fucking hydrocodone that she, her, her being naive and not knowing yeah. anything, she wouldn't know. And she's popping fucking emodium pills or, you know, whatever <laughs> the fuck it be. And I've got her all her hydrocodones in my pocket. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a little line on the pill. Yeah. So it looks like it's like <laughs> I'm like over here trying to mastermind some shit just right. to steal some pills yeah. from my grandma. Yeah. It's I mean, the yeah, shit we that's, do. That's, yeah. But I mean, that, I mean, that, because. The whole time, even though you're still doing it and feeding that addiction, you've got to be feeling like a piece of shit, A, physically, and then there's that part of good Jeff that's in there going, man, dude, really? I just did that, you know? So, Dude, it wasn't just yeah. hydrocodones. It was, uh, you know, heirlooms, like rings of my, my grandma's rings. Oh, yeah. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, all dude. kinds of shady um, stuff. Yeah. Tablets, you sure. know, all kinds of stuff. I remember my mom just freaking out about her tablet like where's my tablet jeff and i'm like i don't know where'd you put it you know and she really didn't even know how to use a fucking tablet right you know yeah. she just wanted her tablet dude sure you know um well uh fast forward a little bit more uh i you know i i got caught breaking into another house okay you know uh sure so um i get i get arrested um i go to jail um my mom i talked to her on the phone she leaves me in there for about three four months and uh i talked to her on the phone and she's like jeff i need I need you out here. I need you to help me make some decisions. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, get me out of jail. Get me out of jail. <laughs> yeah, right. Get me out of fucking jail. Um, and I didn't realize what was going on, but she got me out, and, like, I had – I was clean at this point. You know, uh-huh. I was sober. Uh, so I had, you know – Three I, months. Three, four months. I wasn't, yeah. you know – unwillingly was, clean. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But I had already had it set. I was – I'm going to do good this time. I'm going to get out. I'm going to fucking do it, you right, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told my dad, I was like, hey, whenever I get out, have, like, an ounce of weed waiting for me. Right, you know, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, cool." So I get <laughs> out, and uh, you know, he has that ounce of weed, and he's like, "Here you go, uh, bud." I'm like, "All right." I looked over, and there was a meth pipe on the fucking table, uh, you know. And uh, and I'm like, "Say, dude, what's up with that meth pipe?" What's and up that's with- this is your dad. Yeah, it's my fucking dad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and he's like, 
He's like, are you sure? I'm like, let me see that fucking thing. He's like, yeah. are you sure, bro? And I'm like, yeah, let me see that fucking are thing. You, and your yeah. dad's, are you sure? Yeah, bro? yeah, yeah. Well, because I had ta- I had talked to him on the phone while I was yeah. in there. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna do good this time. Yeah, I'm fucking smoke weed. And this fucking right. Weed. I'm you know? just gonna yeah. get out and smoke weed, dude. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love everybody that uh, I hear that often. <laughs> All I'm gonna do is just smoke weed. Yeah, because that works. Yeah, is that uh, yeah, California sober? Yeah, California, yeah, California yeah, sober. Yeah, we're on that, Demi, Demi, that Demi Lovato yeah. plan. There yeah. you go. There yeah, you I go. was going to do the Demi Lovato, but the second I saw that dope pipe, dude, I was like, let me see that fucking thing. Yeah, right. give it to and, me uh, now. And, you know, the first instant, like right when I hit it, I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck am I going to go to sleep? Right. You know what I'm saying? So my first thought is, I got to get a shot of dope. Yeah. I'm going to get one shot of dope. And I'm going to go to sleep, and I'll wake up, and then I'll just fucking smoke weed and chill, and I'll be all right. You know what I mean? I walked all the way to my buddy Sean's house, dude, three miles down the fucking road, dude. And uh, he, ain't, he don't even have any dope, dude. I washed his spoons out, bro. Just uh, to, I washed there. all the spoons, got the cottons, and, you know, it was it was bad. And then the first shot I did, I, that, I felt That's instantly. like just for people that don't use, that's like the equivalent of digging for cigarette butts, like, yeah. on, on the off ground. The like, yeah. taking cigarette yeah. butts and getting a paper and, like, emptying yeah. cigarette butts into a paper I mean, to roll a cigarette. It's playing Russian roulette. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, I didn't give a fuck. I did not even care, dude. I just need to get... This high. You weren't on a. You weren't on a clean needle plan either. No, 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 no. That's a thing, (laughs) right? (laughs) Well, uh, I hit that one shot, and you know, it was. I felt instantly better. Uh huh. But I went back to smoking some more dope too. You know, and. uh, Because you, the uh, the the one thing I noticed is you're always just trying to get right there in the pocket, dude. Oh yeah. (laughs) Or you're trying to get like they say there. Yeah, you know, but then it's you'll like, you'll do oh, a, they, you'll oh. a little you'll do a little too much up, so you got to do a little too much <laughs> down, and then you get too down, and you got to go back up. And dude, you're trying to the, find that it's Elvis syndrome, dude. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, dude, I, like me and my buddy Sean were like the only ones out of all of our friends that did heroin. Right. Like, a lot of See, our friends, you yeah. know, like, and they all did speed, mm. you know. And so, like, I'm just chilling. They're like, "Here, you want to hit this?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." You know what I mean? Right, right, but, right, um, right. So, and then I, I mean, I like. You know, and my friends that did speed, they cared about me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they cared. So you fell asleep and they right. took everything took out of your pockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But they were like, I mean, I would go get dope. They're like, you going to go get some dope for real? Some heroin? Yeah. I'm, about. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm good. I'm not getting sick. I'm fine. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing this, you know. And then for about two weeks I was doing that. I'd do like one shot a day. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah, not your fucking, maintenance plan. I'm not, you know. Right. I'm not keeling over i'm not i'm sick. not out there yet. Yeah. yeah i'm not out there but then it turned into and meanwhile mind yeah. you my mom is in a nursing home yeah waiting on me to come and make these decisions with her and right. i'm in the back of my, i went and saw her twice now yet. these are like lifetime like life decisions right you make I, when, when when somebody's in failing him. right and right. i didn't realize what was going on mm-hmm. i was just worried about uh, myself, dude, and, and getting high, dude, and that's that's it, you right? Know, yeah, plain and simple. Kind of um, makes you selfish, right? Absolutely, right? Yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you know, it 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 dictates what you are going to do on a daily basis and whether you give a shit about something else. I mean, right. and even when I went and saw her, dude, like mm-hmm. really, like I had a you know ulterior motives. Oh when yeah, 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 her, yeah. Like, Maybe I can oh, get a pill or yeah, two or, or a little hydrocodone. Hey, so yeah, or, she was at the nursing home right across the street from my my house. Uh, well, that's and, fertile and so, ground, dude. So right I'd, there of I'd be all like, kinds of. Uh, I'd be like, dude, we need stuff. some groceries at the house. Yeah. You know, or you know, we need to, some cleaning stuff. Uh, so let me go to the store right quick. Let me borrow your card right quick. Right. You know? Yeah. And I just go buy fucking uh-huh. get some money and get some dope or whatever. Right. You know. Um. Uh. So, yeah, I started doing the same shit I was doing before. Mm-hmm. Dumbass shit. Right, know, right, right, right. Going right. and breaking into places. And I got caught again, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so this, we're at three times. This B, is three times. B and E, yes. yeah. Uh, I got caught again. Um, some dumbass shit, man. Right, doing right. Yeah, 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 no, that's you know? okay. Uh, I remember I was running from the cops this time, and I had some dope in the back of my dad's car in mm-hmm. the trunk, and I remember running to it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to that, to that trunk. Yeah. So I can get that last shot. I know I'm going to fucking jail. They know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Right. You know, but I just needed to get that last shot, dude. And I almost fucking made it, but I, I didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, and they tased me. And I go to jail. Um, <laughs> tased me. They tased my ass, yeah. Don't tase me, bro. They yeah, tased. they probably thought you were digging in the trunk for like a gun or no, something. I right, I, well, no, yeah. I didn't True. even get to the trunk. Yeah. Oh, I okay. knew that it was there. I was right, like right, 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 right around the corner from it. But that's where I was running was to that trunk so sure. I could get that last little Here's shot. There's a junkie dude. running to a trunk. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think the taser is a good plan. Yeah, they tase yeah. the fuck okay. me. Okay, all right. So uh, I go to jail, um, and you know, like in, I don't know if any of y'all have been to Lou Starrett, but like in Lou Starrett, they have these phones, these free phones that you can like put your head up. Head up to the, the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid shit. So uh, <laughs> I, I called my mama, and uh, she's like, you know, Jeff, this is getting old, man. This is getting fucking old. And I'm like, look, mom, I'm sorry. I promise, dude, if I can get out of this situation, I'm never going to use heroin again. And she goes, I surely hope so, son. Mm. And I didn't know it, but that was the last thing I ever heard from my mom, dude. Yeah. That was the last thing I heard. She yeah. died nine days later. Man, that's hardcore, dude. Yeah, and I was in jail, and I didn't, I didn't find out. She died uh, December 16th. I didn't find out to the first. Mm. You know, because uh, yeah. my dad didn't have any money on his phone, so I didn't get to talk to him. Right, you know, and well, you know, you, and your dad's outside actively, yeah, using actively using it right, at this right. time as well. Right, and he had one of those like government phones, you know, so it wasn't yeah. like, you know, he had to wait till there the was money to yeah. charge it up. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all are speaking a secret language, by the way. <laughs> okay, so, so okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dad had a government phone. So yeah, whenever I heard that, it was just. Uh, I just kept replaying that in my head. Uh, I'll never use heroin again, Mom. I, I surely okay. hope so. I surely uh -huh. hope so. I surely yeah. hope so. And it killed me, dude, Like, because I just started thinking about it, and it was like, dude, my mom needed me fucking there mm. to, like, you know, help her. What if what if I would have been there? Maybe this wouldn't have happened. Maybe I fucking broke her heart, dude. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. and that was that was it for me, dude. And that's, like, I, I decided at that moment uh, that was it. And uh, I got in this... Um, I like put in a what's it called a I sixty I sixty yeah that's what they're called an I sixty to uh, yeah he knows yeah uh, so I put in an I sixty to go into the uh, like drug class thing you know okay and, so and an I sixty to those that so don't an I sixty is a note that you can write to get in contact with the the police the powers that be powers uh -huh. that it's be. a kite and you better let kite, somebody kite, else, kite. and you better let somebody else read it before you send that shit off to <laughs> <laughs> okay so so but so, yeah. it's something that you write to them to, right. um, but what is the intention so of, i just put yeah, in I like see. hey i need help okay um and you're like surrendering to the police and saying well, please like, well it's like you're in jail and like you say right. you need something so he wanted to like obviously like go to like some sort of na meeting or like some right. sort of like treatment program or whatever and so yeah. that's how that's how when you're an inmate, you communicate with the powers because you're not just you. gonna walk up to some walk up to one of the guards. And yeah, walk up to one of the guards and go, "Hey, dude, I need some help." Well, yeah. it's and then for he's gonna, they're gonna go, "Oh yeah, come on." Well, for, <laughs> yeah. You can write I-60s for. Come here, little buddy. Yeah. You can write I-60s for all like, the guards are so friendly, right? You want to yeah. go to the medical? You write I-60. Yeah, 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 wanna, yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah, you cool. need some medicine thank, or whatever, thank or some toilet so, paper or anything. Yeah. Right. So, so I I got put in that class. They put me in there. Um. And then uh, I, I went to court, and they tried to give me 40 fucking years, man. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, they tried yeah, to give me 40. How many, how many I mean, charges did you have that you were uh, I had, pending? I had six. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you don't have to go into each no, other. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. But, okay, um, I just wanted to know. So that you, that you had a potential of 40 years right. of incarceration. Right. So, and yeah, at this point, basically dude, the rest of your life almost. At this point, really. I had just lost my best friend. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it was like I was like. Are we talking about your mom? My mom, right, yeah. Right, dude. right. I, I didn't have any other friends, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't have sure. all the people that, that I thought were my friends just totally abandoned me. I wrote them right. a couple of times, but I never right. got replies or nothing. I got gotcha. you. Um, you know, and and then all my other family members, like you know, they they, they didn't fuck with me at all. I, so. I got you. So um, so anyway, so you're you're trying to get help while you're incarcerated. You start. Go ahead. You start doing. I what? start doing and, the classes. You uh -huh. know, and and, and I, that's where the plant the seed got planted in my head. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I you know I listened. I heard a couple things. Uh, these guys were coming in there. You know, every day, and they had been there before. Yeah. You know, uh, his name was Sarge. I mean, I don't, I don't remember his, his first name, but he, he mm -hmm. yeah, his name was Sarge. I remember what okay. he looks like and everything. And uh, I was like, dang, this guy keeps coming in here every fucking day doing this, man. This is pretty cool, you know? Right. Uh, well, uh, I got sentenced, uh, and I only got 10 years. So, okay. um, you know, I, I'm, you know, resigned to doing this whole 10 years is what I'm thinking in my head. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going to prison, man, without having any family – Sucks, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know, just being down there. No not, attachment no to the outside None. whatsoever. None. And like, pretty no much mail. No hope. Yeah. It's, mean, yeah. it's hard enough, even if you have support. Like, yeah. Being like, like having no support whatsoever, like that, I just, I couldn't even imagine. Right. It's no mail, no phone calls, no commissary. Right. Uh, I mean, nothing, dude. Yeah. You know, um, I have an aunt out there that finally reached out to me and she sent me 
20 bucks twice. Yeah, you know right. I mean? But she doesn't know that, like, 20 bucks is, is, so, yeah. is nothing in prison. I bought mm. a radio and I bought a, a light with it, you know. Cool. Um, uh, so I got my parole. I, I, I missed my first parole. I got my second one. Um, so uh, I got sent to the IPTC, which is an in-prison therapeutic community. Okay. Uh, Good old, like, safe P. Yeah, it's like safe P. It's pretty yeah. much the same program, but it's it's a little bit different. It's, it's for, for people, people that are actually yeah. coming out right. of prison. Right. Yeah. They are going to be on parole and not on probation. Yeah. You know, it sucked, dude. Right. You know, um, you know, most of the people in there are just doing what we call showgram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're uh, basically just doing it to, it to, to, make get, it to yeah, get out. Exactly. Yeah. To get but, out. like, I had a really good counselor that, like, you know, really, you know, hyped me up and, uh-huh. and you know, and heard my story and was like, dude, I remember telling her, she told me one time, she's like, dude, you're going to be a great sponsor, right. you know, and I was like, all right, right you know, cool, man, yeah. you know, and I did, the, I learned how to facilitate the NA and the AA classes, it's like you were talking about for the smart uh, recovery, smart recovery. Yeah. yeah, I did that, um, and then I got out, man, and uh, I got sent to the abode uh, treatment center okay. uh, in downtown, and uh, that's wherever I was introduced to Oxford. Right. Somebody now the up. abode uh, treatment center is that a free? Uh, like, yeah, it's, it yeah, I mean, like a, like a homeward bound situation, right, like a free rehab facility. Right. So when you go through the IPTC, yeah. uh, it's six months in prison, then it's two months aftercare, or okay. two months in the you know treatment center, and uh-huh. then it's six more months of aftercare. Okay. It's like right. a halfway house. Yeah, it's, it's, abode sure. it's, it's like, exactly what it is. Yeah, it's okay. A house. okay. You know, you can leave to go to work and stuff like that. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not really free because you got to pay them a certain amount of your paychecks to, you know. Right. So, okay, so um, it is like a, almost like an Oxford house or no? No, no. It's, okay, they're so dorms. it's still state yeah. run? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and they have a bunch of different ones. It's transitional. So you're coming out of prison and... Right. and s- Sometimes they give you an option if you have an address to go to, you can skip the halfway house. But right. most of the time, they like you to go there, and it's kind of like just to like reintegrate you into society a little bit. So it's not like just like throwing you off the boat. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, you've yeah, been yeah, locked. Yeah, you've been locked up for years. You know what I'm saying? Or right. months or whatever it is. And so instead of just being like, boop, get the fuck out. You know, right. they kind of like integrate you back in. Right. 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 Usually the guys that go home straight out, they have to wear like an ankle monitor and all that. And shit, it's like yeah. super intense, you know, so it's like the stack program and yeah, all that. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Right. So when I was there, uh, this dude told me about Oxford house and cause I didn't know where I was going to go. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't have people that were going to look out for me. I didn't know what was going to happen to me. And, and I'm so glad that I met this dude that turned me on to Oxford, man, because mm-hmm. dude, if I wouldn't have gone into Oxford, dude, I would have gotten back out there on the street. So I'd probably be back in prison by now. Yeah. Right. You know, um, so I when interviewed at this house. I, I saw uh, this one that had a zip code that was 75228. And it was right by where my grandma used to live. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. probably not the smartest idea. Right. I know that. I know that. I know that. You know, sure. Uh, no, but I, it, it, I, I met some good guys in the house and it was probably the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. Same. But I was I was that dude uh, at my Oxford house that like, you know, like at the, in the meetings where you say like how many meetings you went to. You know, I'm, right. I'm lying about that every time. Yeah. You know, that was me uh, at the beginning because I, I would go to a couple meetings a week every once in a while. But I just at first I just wasn't feeling it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, sure. Of I, course. I, hey, I thought, real quick, just so you know, we have about 10 minutes, so I don't want to. But I want to get. OK, so you went to Oxford House and then you you probably did some struggling there with meetings and, and whatnot. Uh, but then, okay, so I want to know how, uh, I, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but what's your, because you have like five five years sobriety? or yeah, five what? years and seven months. So, and and the, and you got your start, uh, for, I mean, obviously <laughs> incarcerated, <laughs> unwillingly. Right. But, you, but uh, you also said something very important, that you wanted it. See, and that's the thing, is you, we have to want it, um, you know, and, and that's a big part of recovery for me because I can't make somebody want to be recovered, you know? I mean, you might think it's a good idea, but I can't make you be sober, you know? You have to actually want it, and I think that's an important thing that you point out. But I also wanted to get to, um, you know, you had a, a, a – we touched on this, uh, I don't know, at one of our conversation. Uh, in the parking lot about your about your dad because um, okay. I mean you you got sober and you've been sober for five years and I and and Oxford House was a huge part of that right. and being active that's where I was going with this right. whole thing was uh, while I was in Oxford uh, you know so when I went to prison my dad became homeless right you know, they lost my mom's house and, and he became mm-hmm. homeless and I never heard from him uh, he finally reached out to me man 
mm-hmm. uh, through Facebook, and he don't even really know how to use a phone or right. whatever, but he, he found somebody to find me. Uh, he reached out. Uh, we went, me and my cousin went out to see him. He was living on the side of a, like by some railroad tracks in a tent. Uh, and me and my cousin sat down with him, and we, we bought him some food, and then I was like, dude, I can get you into an Oxford house, man. Right. And, you know, he's like, well, let me think about it. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Uh, he called me the next day, and he was like, yeah, I want to do it. So we started to go fund me. We raised him about $4,700 um, and got him into an Oxford house, mm-hmm. uh, you know, paid for his first couple months rent, like right there. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. and give that to the Oxford yeah. house, not to dad. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, no, that's absolutely. Cool. Yeah, that's I, cool as shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, um, and we got him new teeth. You know, he, had, yeah. he had lost all his teeth. We got him sure, new teeth. Sure, And now he's like, uh, he's striving, dude. Yeah, you know, uh, he's he's a reentry chair of his chapter. He's Fucking like right. doing things. He's he's got like ten months sober right now. Uh, it's a pretty good deal, man. And you know, I go eat with him every weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, we mended our fences. Yeah. You know, um, that's so cool. Yeah, dude. It, he's it, we're like best friends again. That's so you fucking know? cool. And, and you know, after all the things that happened between us, you know, I didn't get to get into all that stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that happened in our lives, dude. That you know. Uh, forgiveness dude you know and you know he's my dad you know and and so well and i mean to be honest i mean that's because you're an only child and i mean that's the closest connection you have i mean because you know i mean it it sucks uh, you know the whole the whole mom thing and you didn't really get to process that you know how i i guess a normal person would or a sober person would and and now you're reconnecting with part of your past and and I think that's uh, some strong medicine there that you and your dad are able to have uh, um, probably the healthiest relationship you've ever had in your entire right, life with right. him, right? No, absolutely, man. And, and you know, uh, he's my best friend, dude. I talk to him every single day. And, and going from never talk like, I didn't think I was ever going to see him again. Sure. You know, and now, like, I see him all the fucking time and he's fucking, right. you know, and, and he saw me, he saw it worked for me. Yeah. And, and now he's doing the same thing, and it's, dude, it's Ox- just amazing. Oxford is a – dude, I, I wholeheartedly believe, just like you said, that Oxford was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Right. Like, yeah. ever. Like, you know, you tell yourself, like, oh, if I get a job and a girl, and, and you know, you get all these things. But we, as addicts, don't know how to do that shit, right. you right. know? And you move into an Oxford house, and you pay a little bit of bills, and you have some dudes around you. They're going to tell you, stop fucking pissing on the toilet seat. Pick your dishes up. <laughs> you're stupid, and you're loud, and I'm trying to sleep, you know? And you start to learn things. And that it's to... not just you and your addiction. Yeah. That's front stage. Yeah. yeah there's, oh, there's this thing called common courtesy. Yeah. And and there, oh, and there's this thing, other thing called responsibility. Yeah, and yeah. that was a bitch for me. Responsibility's yeah. a bitch, but yeah. then you start to and you ease into it. You stick your toe in a little bit, and then it gets a little bit easier, and it gets a little bit easier, and you start to realize. And I believe wholeheartedly, just like you said, Oxford was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, no, and, and you know, that. and now I am a member of the alumni. I've okay. been out of Oxford for about six months. Uh, I moved into a house with a couple of guys that my sponsor suggested to me, and it's right. It's a good deal, and now I'm part of alumni, and now they're sending me to World. Fucking so, right. Yeah, fucking I, right. Okay, so what is World? World is the convention that we're having in Maryland. Oh, nice. Uh, except, uh, Labor Day weekend. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. cool as shit. Dude, Labor Day Memorial it. Day. I don't know the difference. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, how many How many would you get? How many Oxford houses would you guess there? Because, I mean, it's a worldwide organization, right? In the Dallas area alone, there's like 75, 80 houses, right. something like yeah. that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's just like, and if somebody wants to... Get in. I mean, they don't have to be. I mean, I'm sure y'all just have regular alcoholics show up. Oh, too, 100%. right. Yeah. I mean, there's not everybody's, <laughs> not everybody's charcuterie board. <laughs> uh, well, you just uh, have to identify yeah, as yeah, an yeah, addict yeah, yeah, or yeah, alcoholic. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I got you. So, but so how how does somebody go about a searching for that or finding it or um, so they would just go OxfordHouseVacancies.com. Right. right. Okay. And so. then they find a house that's, you know, near them or, you know, right. where they want to be at. Yeah. They're like, I had a buddy that lived at our the house I was living at. He lived there for eight months. He got enough clean time under his belt where he felt that he could go to Florida. Now, the, that's a question I have. So do you have to have clean time before you enter no, Oxford? No, absolutely not. No. Okay. Well, All some right. houses are different, man. It just, it, every house is, is ran on its own. So it's, sure. like, it's, it's a democratic self, thing. Self-governed. Right. Right. 
So, okay. I mean, some houses do have that, though. But I've Yeah, where you have to be clean for, like, two weeks, whatever. But we've taken in people that were – I mean, obviously, if you're, like, kicking or something, we want you to go to a detox and be medically yeah, assisted we don't through that. Yeah, you're not going to nursemaid him back yeah. to hell. You know, as long as you're honest yeah. about it, you yeah. come in there and tell us what you have going on. You know, as, yeah. I mean, if you come in and be like, oh, I'm clean, and then, you know, you piss dirty, you know, it's right. kind of like, all right, dude, well – Right. You know, well, okay. And then uh, some of the things, okay, obviously Oxford <laughs> House is a huge stepping stone for both of you guys. Um, I mean, and then as far as aftercare and all that kind of stuff, I know I want to give the, the Fix a shout out, yeah, absolutely. Um, which they're a great uh, A organization is what I like to call them, you know, it's because a, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a cornucopia. Yeah. Of yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's a cool group and I can relate to them. Um, but you know, so you do that for your aftercare. What, what, what other kind of stuff are you doing? Uh, so Sundays we do the number one offender uh-huh. meditation, right? You know, that's where I met and you. Do, at, you, was, do uh, you do any H and I or, or, uh, you know, we j- do. So like the fix, we just built it back up, man, because it right. was dwindling and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just, you know, appointed, uh, elected, you know, members. Mm-hmm. So we sure, got sure, you know, sure. the H and I chair and we have everything else. All the positions are filled now. Right. Uh, so the, our H and I chair is just now getting out there and finding new spots mm-hmm. for us. So I got um, you. Yeah. It's and, good stuff. And then I know that you are, uh, uh, you know, as far as uh, as your recovery and current stuff, like as far as your maintenance, if you would, um, you know, you kind of mentioned it, and I wanted to give a shout-out because you're going to actually become a smart uh, recovery facilitator um, and and get the Alliance group going because there is a, there's obviously Skate Straight Dallas and then there's Skate Straight uh, Alliance, which is a skate park in Arlington, correct? Yeah, so it's like Grand Prairie, Arlington, right by Lone Star Park. And so we're what we're trying to do is we're trying to expand this and get it to as many people as possible. Um, so uh, I've been working closely with the uh, the godfather of Skate Straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Kurt. Kurt you're right. Um, and uh, I'm 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 probably going to end up taking the facilitator class. I'm going to start running mm-hmm. some meetings. We're trying to get the numbers up. Um, but I also participate right. in the, and in the, the A groups. The thing I like about it is, it, well, that, uh, you know, because a lot of people are, you know, afraid of the A's. Yeah. Um, and, and they kind of, you know, think it's like a religion or cultish or, and it can be. I can see that. I can get that. But with the smart recovery, it's a little different vibe. And it's not so higher power driven uh, yeah. necessarily. Um, and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's uh, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. And what was the other one? DBT? Uh, dialectical behavioral therapy. There that's you that go. Yeah. You remembered it. Yeah. They, you did good. Look, yes. dude. All my shit. You, you, you look smart. But, um, yeah, yeah, I want to thank you guys. It is. It's the glasses and the hair. The dude. Ted Bundy glasses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, those are David Koresh glasses. Oh, okay. If I've ever, he if does I've have some David Koresh vibes right now going on. Fresh all the way. Oh God! But uh, real quick, do you guys want to give any shout outs? I know uh, you do. So yeah, no. Just I want to give a shout out to Dinky yeah, yeah, yeah. and my boy. Uh, uh, so no, just the fix. Uh, Thursday night, seven thirty at Simply Grace. Okay, it's a good CA group. Yeah, uh, and shout outs to Dopal Society. Yeah, uh, that's a, a crew that I run with. That's uh, we make shirts and, and gear and stuff too. So okay, uh, cool. yeah. And then yeah. you want to, uh, of probably. course, we got to shout the fiance out, yep. Shelly. Shelly, what's yeah. up? Nice. Um, and then uh, uh, I just want to plug also, like I talked about it earlier, but this uh, this Vivitrol shot. I'm doing like a well. You want to plug Vivitrol? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, I know it's weird, yeah, but like no. I want people to be aware Bang. of it. It's like a newer thing. You know uh, what I'm saying? And like yeah. my fiance's doing a study with it, and it's like uh, the normal map programs and things like that. Some people have a really hard time with that because those things actually make you feel like you're getting high and things like that. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, an alternative yeah. To we, that. Well, we can have a whole show yeah, about so like Suboxone and, oh, and methadone all and all yeah. that kind of good but yeah, stuff. And yeah. then of course, shout skate straight. Um, shout out Kelly. You know, okay. we appreciate, appreciate you being well, here hey, and doing man, this for I everybody. Y'all sharing and, and being transparent because, you know, hopefully the, the end goal is to hopefully inspire somebody, you know, um, and, and if we do, then, uh, you know, we're doing our job, man. You know, we're being better people yeah. and, and, and just, uh, inspiring hope is, is what the show's all about. And, uh, obviously I want to give a shout out to our sponsor again. That is summer sky right here, uh, summer sky.us. And that is 888-857-8857. 
Um, yeah, other than that, uh, be sure and like our, you know, be sure and comment, like, and share all this stuff because without that, then the word doesn't get out there. If you just watch this and, and you get something from it, let us know because, you know, it's good to hear feedback and, uh, you know, it's always good to, to hear success or like that, you know, you inspired somebody. I mean, it's a good feeling. So I appreciate you guys for coming out. Uh, obviously I'm not going to go through the shirts again, but they are available at djkellyreverb.com and that's forward slash shop. Um, and other than that, thank you guys for making the time. I think we're going to have you back next week. And then Mr. Josh W. Jordan. Oh, dang. Josh W. Jordan from Brazos Recovery. You'll like him. Okay, yeah, I don't day, think dude. I met him. No, he's pretty awesome, man. You okay. will. Okay. Hey, Sweet. you got to stay clean, though. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> right. I'm there. I'm there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm back on the wagon. Right. I like it, dude. I yeah. like it. And I mean, I'm proud of your number. And, and, yeah, I'll get it, yeah. and I'm proud of you. Thank by you. By the way, I am proud of you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because it takes a lot to come out and admit this and, you know, be transparent. Yeah, so absolutely. You're a stud, dude. It, it helps stud. me. It, it yeah. might help someone else, but it helps me as well talking about it and like yeah. putting it out there and being, you know, um, because it's so much easier to hide shit and not talk about it. But then True. it gets worse. True. So, well, uh, Brett, I believe that is going to do it for this week. And I appreciate you guys coming out. And then, uh, kids, remember, there is no magic pill for sobriety, because if there was, we would all take too many.